Yes, 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 people. We are back again um, with another bonus episode of Echo Chamber. Um, I, 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 we're very much clawing to the end. You know what I mean? We got two reviews this week, both of them directorial debuts, directorial feature debuts, should I say. Um, yeah. One is um, a film called After We Leave. And the other is um, a, a film called Lucid. And uh, I have to say, they are both very good films. Definitely worth watching. Um yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone would be disappointed with them. Um, I believe after we leave is the world premiere, and I think Lucid is the um, the the UK premiere. Um, yeah, but very good films. And, um, yeah, I think we should get to it, right? So, um, here you go, people. Yes, people. Did you realise that in 1993, Gabrielle, yes, D. Gabrielle, said, Dreams can come true. Look at me, babe, if I'm with you. You know you got to have hope. You know you've got to be strong. And um, dreams are what really drive uh, a film that I saw at uh, Sci-Fi London. It was called Lucid. And it's the directorial de- feature debut from Adam Morse. It's starring... Um, Zadie Frost, Sophie Kennedy Clark, Laurie Colvert, and Billy Zane. Uh, and um, yeah, it's a sci fi film, you know, but it, it's easy to kind of believe it might be something else. Uh, the gist of the film is this a young man practices an experimental form of therapy after his enigmatic neighbor offers to help him overcome social anxiety and win the girl of his dreams isolated in a, a big city with no friends young Zell simultaneously fears and craves intimacy he has a pitiful obsession with a dancer called Jasmine and is caught spying on her by an eccentric neighbour, Elliot, played by Billy Zane, who offers to help him win her heart. Lust leads Zell on an intense subliminal adventure as Elliot teaches him how to lucid dreaming can be used to practice the art of seduction but will Zell be able to charm Jasmine in reality so straight away you know you're you're kind of thinking to yourself ooh you know what I mean this could be trippy as hell and um I think that's the um 
that I think that's one of the big things because yeah it it, it is kind of trippy I think the way the film is lit the way um I think kind of images merge into each other you are given that kind of idea that you know everything is kind of um transitional but it's um i think you you have to understand that zell yeah he's this kind of scared kid trying to find his way you know he's in he's fallen for um jasmine who's played by felicity gilbert and um yeah it is it's this weird infatuation and i think that's the thing you kind of get the impression that because he feels so isolated that he's using her as an anchor or she is like he's window into the real world you know he he thinks okay if i can talk to her i can be normal and that's where he's putting all his eggs as it were you know like he has interactions with some other people like um he starts a new job at this members bar and um what like the guy who he shares the shift with um frankie francesco he tries to talk to zell but it's like zell doesn't really you know he he's not taking that on board because cat catherine played by sophie kennedy clark she was as well kind of you know talks to him and so does the receptionist um mandy who's played by katie goldfinch so they try and interact with zell but he's he's kind of only fo- he's got very tunnel vision and his focus is on um jasmine and how he could possibly create something with her and so when he stumbles on his neighbor or his neighbor elliot billy zane stumbles on him the the kind of idea is too alluring to pass by because you can see him not really wanting to engage with elliot you know not wanting to open himself up but it's just like oh if i can i i could be normal i could have this because we see zell trying to like when we first see him he's playing video games in a dark apartment his mum he's played by sadie frost comes to him and um yeah she's not happy she's not happy with the state of things like when and then he's out in a restaurant and he he can't make eye contact with the waitress he's very uncomfortable doesn't know what to do um so yeah so now he's working in the members club and you know um elliot offers to help him 
So he's using this lucid dreaming to um, kind of envision what he wants so then he can reenact it and feel comfortable about it in the real world. And you think, yeah, you know what, actually that does kind of make sense, you know. In a dream, if you have confidence and you see yourself doing this thing over and over again, then when you encounter that same thing in in the real world, there, there probably is a comfortableness about it. So, um, yeah, you know, he he's um trying to use this, but the problem is if if you kind of jump down the rabbit hole you could get lost and this is i think one of the big things about the film it's kind of trying to show this trying to show the um the crossover between dreaming and the real world you know what like what if we forget ourselves what if we lose our perspective i mean that's like the key thing because also it hasn't happened whatever you do in your dreams it still hasn't happened so you still have to enact that in the real world and can you you know it's it's easy to be all confident in your dream but can you do that when you come face to face with the live version? But then also, it's easy to like begin to doubt yourself again. So then even in your dreams, you're getting no's, you're getting rejections, you're getting hurt. So it, it it's it's like you you need to it's not as simple as oh I dream it and it's true. You have to try and build this self confidence within yourself. You know, you have to try to face the things that you fear so you're able to, you know, strive to conquer that. And I think mean, these are the things that we're seeing with Zell in the film um it is like I do like the way it's being filmed it is very slick it is very slick very well put together you know it's the the lighting is very subdued because it's all kind of happening within dreams and in you know dark underground clubs so I think the film kind of reflects that, you know, you do get that vibe, and um, yeah, I think when um, I think when the film plays out, it is, I think it's a, it's it's an interesting way that um Adam kind of tries to change the focus of things you know um 
which I, I did enjoy. Look, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I, I would have liked it if we saw, I think, more of Zell's kind of um, light bulb moment. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, if that could have been built up a bit more, that would have been good, you know, to see how his thinking has now changed. And, you know, he, he's seeing things without the rose-coloured glasses, rose-coloured, rose-tinted, you know, you know what I mean. But yeah, if, if that would have been really good, and I think if there could have been a slight maybe change of hue on the dreams, just a slight one, so it's not overly obvious, I think that could have been interesting. But um, yeah, no, but but overall, this is it's a great film. And I, I definitely recommend you to um, try and find it. Like, um, yeah, like with all these sci-fi London flicks, um, you know, there's no real distribution information as yet. But check all the information in the episode. Um, you'll find you know the the twitter and the the website and facebook and all of that so if you keep an eye on all their details um yeah the uh when when the film is released to the general public and everyone can watch it you'll find it there and if i find out i will let you all know but um yeah for a, a debut feature this is a very good effort from adam a really good effort it's very enjoyable um oh and i have to shout out the sound like the music in the film i think is really well done and it really helps to kind of create this vibe and atmosphere yeah it it works. It works very well, and um, I I think that really it just adds something to the film. But yes, this is Lucid, um, written directed by Adam Morse, starring Billy Zane, Zadie Faust, uh, Christian Salamino, Sophie Kennedy Clark, um. Felicity Gilbert and Laurie Calvert. Okay, so that was our first review, Lucid. And um, yeah, now we are going to get to After We Leave, which... Ah, people, it, it's one of those special special things so um check it out and uh yeah i don't know i don't know let me know what you think i think when people hear the term sci-fi 
that a certain thing springs to mind, you know, like, they want to see, like, a Buck Rogers, you know what I mean, Flash Gordon, they want to see planets, they want to see aliens, spacecraft, crazy technology, that's what springs to mind, um, so, it's always, I think it throws people when you get something different. I mean, because essentially, if you think about it, um, that Strange Days film, that, like, it, you, you could look at it and think, oh, that's not really sci-fi, but that, it, you know what I mean, it, it's a great example of the weird type, the type that plays very close to the now. You know, it's like things like Donnie Darko. You know, sci-fi, but yeah, like Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind, sci-fi, but I think it can throw people. So, um, yeah, it was very interesting watching After We Leave, which is the debut feature from um, director Alim Hussain, who also wrote the film. It's starring... Um, Brian Silverman, Clay Wilcox, Anselm Richardson, Anita Lehman Torres, uh, James Black, Cesar De Leon, Phineas Kimura, and Naomi Salmon. Um, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting film. Like, the gist of it is this, right? Near future, Los Angeles is a bleak place. Permanent recession, water, water shortages, and rising crime. Six years ago, Jack abandoned his wife and vanished. Now he's back because before he left, they'd applied for a visa to immigrate to a better life on an off-world colony the permit has finally come through but there's a catch it's a couple's visa and jack cannot leave earth without his wife is jack back because he wants to make things right or because he needs his wife so he can use this lottery ticket to a better life which is yeah, it's really interesting. Now, the thing is, if you don't know that going in, it's definitely a slightly different take on the film. Because, you know, you're thrown in and you don't really, you don't really understand what's, what's happening. You know, all you know is something has happened. Like, it's really bleak. Something has happened, but we don't quite know what. And then we hear them talking about, um, like, visas and off-planet. So you're like, oh, okay, okay, so people are leaving Earth for somewhere else. It's never mentioned, it's never kind of said. But, yeah, so so we hear that. Um, and then we find out, you know, Jack is looking for his ex, looking for his wife, 
Vanessa because he needs to leave and he doesn't know where she is so you're wondering okay so what happened between them why does he not know where she is did she run off did she leave him like what's happened then it's like oh Jack left Jack just returned and then it's like where did Jack go and we never really find out we never really get a proper reason for why Jack left where Jack went you know it's all kind of a mystery but no one really seems that happy that Jack is back and you get the indication that Jack not a great guy You know, he was into some shady shit and he owes people stuff. So this is all stuff that you kind of piece together. And like as, uh, yeah, as he kind of moves through his old neighborhood, the people he talks to, like only one person seems really happy that he's back. Um... A young lady called Lexi. He also meets an old friend, Morgan, who, you know, I mean, I think he's happy to, he's kind of happy to see Jack, but he's a little bit hurt as well. So he's a little bit in that no man's land, but he's more on Jack's side than anyone else other than Lexi. So we have this, but then you're finding out from these interactions, the issue with Earth, like, you know, Morgan says, look, the the city's in debt, they can't afford, you know, so they're not paying the water, so the water is bad, no electricity, you know, and and you're like, oh shit, this is really bleak, and you also kind of realise how, how valuable this visa is because everyone wants off but hardly anyone is getting these visas so it's a real big kind of real big push man and this really hits home because Jack in his mission to try and find out where Vanessa is he's gone to the visa place trying to get an indication of a possible new address or anything like that and a couple hear him talking so when he goes to the toilet they follow him in and they're like look we we want to buy a visa because we can leave now we can leave now we're good people can we just buy your visa and those two actors oh my god that performance was crazy because you really saw the desperation and the heartache on them and it was and it's so bad it's like there's a point when he's like I'm not gonna sell the visa I'm sorry and the lady's like maybe there's something I can do with you we could go over there and the guy is just standing there. Uh, he, he, he's a, he, he just seems a little dead. There's a little bit of a shake, but not, 
There's no flinching. There's no shock. And it's just like, how bad can things be? You know what I mean? They've got to be crazy for you to not do anything when your wife, when your wife is saying to another guy, I will fuck you for blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Shit has to be desperate. And you really get that from them. You really get that from them. It's just, oh, it was. It was just like such a raw scene, man. And so we have all of this going on, and um, I I really liked the way um the film was just paced. The way. You know, there was the music in the background kind of trying to set the tone for the scenes and everything like that. You've just got the way everything was lit, the toning of the film. Like all of this, Hassan has just done an incredible job of setting the atmosphere and getting... Just the dialogue really fit. Dialogue fit. Because it was pretty serious. With these kind of moments in it. Like, you know, with with Jack and Morgan. When they're trying to catch up a bit. There's kind of, there's suddenly this friendliness. That cuts through. And then you have um, <clears throat> one of the uh, one of the guys like um, so Jack goes to see this guy called Eric who seems to be a kind of a gang leader or some sort, and one of his men who is trying to be funny all the time, and it just falls flat, and it's just like oh that really worked. And you can really see that happening. You know what I mean? So everything just fit together so well. Like Lexi. Lexi just trying to reconnect with Jack. And trying to get Jack to be like, you know what, forget about Vanessa, man. I'm here. I'm here. You know what I mean? And and you really believed it. You really believed it. Like all of this shit was just breathing and exhuming and jumping off the screen at you. It was it was fantastic. And the crazy thing was, right? So this is a sci-fi film. And on the edge of it you you may think it's just like a gritty street film. You know what I mean? But then you have these little things. Just these little things. Like there was this little device that go kind of numbs your senses. Just this little disc. And you're like, oh, oh, that's interesting. Then there was, um, like Jack went to see this guy that dated his sister called Carrington. And, um... 
he was using this kind of crazy touchscreen monetary kind of thing that was kind of what we have now but a little bit more so so we have these little elements that are reminding you that yo this is some futuristic shit people you know so we're seeing these little bits and it's all melding together nothing seems out of place that's the beauty of it like these little kind of um at first you're like oh is it is it a speaker is it headphones but it was like a phone that kind of sticks to the side of your head which is something that you think we're very close to anyway which is crazy you know what I mean? but it worked it worked you know so it, these these little sci-fi elements in the film that kind of I just think they uh, they helped the film resonate on that 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 kind of gritty street that is like street fi. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's, it's like sci-fi merged with street, and and these little bits they just yeah it just all fit together so well, and it's so enjoyable. Just everything that happens. There's moments in this film. And you're just like. Oh no. What? he's That's happened. And you're just like. Oh man. And you're with the character. But then you're questioning. Like. But what about your goal? What about your goal man? What What's happening here? So there's stuff like that. And then remember like in. Um. Shawshank Redemption And you have the bit where um, Robbins is talking and he's just like I wanted to um, Yeah you know It's in prison and people You know they try it They try it And I, I want to say that You know the guards broke in And stopped them from raping me But no This happened Every day for the next <laughs> like what however many years I forget. But you're just like, oh and there's a moment, man. There's a moment where you're just like, okay, okay, is it gonna is it gonna oh man and that it was perfect because like if something hadn't happened at that first instinct it like you know you would have been like oh ooh, ooh. but it would have taken something away from the film you feel me it would it would have just lessened it a little bit and um yeah oh man hassan just kept it so raw and gritty it was great when we got to the end like wait i just want to point out one thing right so through this whole journey, this whole journey, Jack is looking for Vanessa. I like the one thing that kind of strikes you is it's just I I need Vanessa. We've got a visa to leave. Well, I'm gonna find her. She's my wife. But it wasn't like because without her my heart is empty. Yeah, we never heard that. We never 
heard because when she's not around it's like I don't have a shadow because I don't have a reason to be here without her because I love her we don't hear those words which is always strange you know um yo so we get to the end of the film and the end of the film is fantastic fantastic i love the end and i have to say i have to say son you got me you got me because i was a bit like okay all right fine you know what that's that's fine that's fine i'm 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 all right with that i guess i guess and then when you get the next bit i was just like oh oh yes this is this is perfect now this is perfect this is how this film should end thank you that was great so i'm not gonna spoil it people you've gotta watch it and i highly recommend that you do watch it it's 82 minutes so that is you know it's a perfect time a perfect amount of time because it, it, there's no flab there's no flab here you know it, you, you'll be gripped all the way through trust me but um yeah this is after we leave directorial debut from Aleem Hassan starring Brian Silverman, Clay Wilcox, Anzalam Richardson and a whole heap of other extremely talented actors and actresses like Anita Lehman Torres. So um yeah people I don't know the distribution details anything like that but you know as always check the episode details you know follow these guys their social media will be there the website will be there so follow them and um yeah i'm sure once that information is ready you will see it okay all right gravy well people yes that is it for another another episode um you know uh next will be um risen the possession so um that will be coming to you very shortly um we got the review we got an interview with the director matt mitchell um so that will be another fun episode um but yeah the these were both good films um I think After We Leave was just great, incredible. I lo- that one I just loved. I re- I liked I really liked Lucid, but I loved After We Leave. Um in like Lucid, I don't know how Zell took so long to realize Cat was the foxier chick. You know what I mean? It's like he needs to bang his head or something, stupid kid. But yes, um, another two 
great sci-fi and very different sci-fi flicks and that's what it's all about don't confine yourself to tropes that other people have created you know tell your own stories you know what i mean but um yes hope you've enjoyed this episode um share with your friends leave a review you know what to do people you know what to do all right so i will catch you next time and uh yeah keep enjoying yourselves all right peace